Hi. Oh my god. I literally promised that I was gonna like keep this up and like make it a thing and make it part of my life and and then oops it's December 27 and my last podcast was like in September what weird such a weirdo me I'm a weirdo I don't fit in oh god I need to plan what I'm going to say because I'm so awkward, but I just hope that other people find it endearing. And you know what? I'm not going to re-record this because I always, like, get so weird when I'm trying to record. And then I, like, start, like, going off on tangents and I say like way too many times. And in my head, I'm like, Jesus Christ. In my head, I'm like, whoa. Oh, my God. I said it again. I'm sorry if I'm blasting your ears off, by the way, from all this yelling. Oh, I'm supposed to be playing music right now. Screw it. I'm not recording. I'm just going to play the music and continue. What was I even saying? Oh, yeah. I'm not going to re-record this because this episode is not planned. I'm just going to talk from my heart. And you know what? Is someone in my room? Come on. Uh, by the way, I'm in the closet. Because I'm closeted. Haha, <laughs> just kidding. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not closeted. That was a joke. So that was a train wreck. I'm going to try and speak calmer now so that I can pull the audience in and not scare you away with ear rape. What I was trying to say was I'm not going to re record that first section because this episode is about being totally honest and upfront with yourself and who you are when it comes to. Ahahaha, relationships. Um, so I'm in my closet because one, I don't want my family to hear me, and two, there are like mm, about seven seventh grade boys in my living room right now. It's my brother's birthday, and I have no idea what they're up to. They're being very noisy. And let's just say a painting fell off of the wall and the angel at the top of our Christmas tree no longer has a head. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Oh well. But anyways, before we get into the topic of this episode, I just wanted to acknowledge an adorable recording I received. Hi. um, I guess this can only be a minute long, so I'm going to go really fast. So if you hear rain, I'm walking outside. Uh, I live in Southern California, but rain is like super rare. And so I thought I'd go for a walk in the rain. Oh, it's Thanksgiving. (laughs) Happy Thanksgiving. Um, Oh gosh, I'm at 22 seconds. I just wanted to say, you sound like such an awesome, delightful person. Please keep on making podcasts. Um, (sighs) Breathing hard, sorry. I'm walking uphill. Um, I stumbled upon your podcast, um, I'm in 8th grade, and I was kind of scared about freshman year, because I've gone to a private school all my life, and I'm going to go to a public high school next year, so what the heck, and I found your podcast by looking up, like, literally freshman fear. Oh, I have to wrap this up. So anyways, love you, you're so awesome, please make more podcasts, bye! That was so cute, dude. That was adorable. And I got that way back in November 28th. And I got the notification that I got a message. And then I 
was like, okay, I'm gonna listen to it. And then I didn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's my junior year of high school. Please give me a break. <laughs> but hey, I'm also in South Cali. Um, yeah, eighth grade is um, <laughs> interesting. It definitely isn't a year that I remember. Okay, let me just say that again because as a valley girl, I tend to slur my words. That definitely is not a year I remember. (laughs) Yeah, I have very little recollection of the 8th grade. And honestly, I'm not not disappointed about that. (laughs) But thank you so much for thinking that I'm such a delightful person. You sound like such an adorable person as well. I want to hug you. Uh, weird tea, whatever that means, if your name's Taylor or something, and you're saying you're weird. Yeah. Ooh, I just got invited to a New Year's Eve party. Yay. Ooh, this guy's kind of cute. What? Oh, right. Okay, uh, so this episode is about... What What was the name? I came up with a a, a name. Oh, oh, yeah. When to break it off, okay? I'm going to talk to you about when it's time to probably break up with your high school or middle school significant other, okay? And let me just be clear right away and say that I'm not trying to shit on, like, high school, middle school relationships because, you know, it's rare, but some of them do end up lasting and they can be really good and not super unhealthy like most of them are to be honest (laughs) i mean i don't really believe in like dating so young unless you really feel like it's worth it and it's a really good person who is worth your time but you know in such a what's the word i really should be preparing for this developmental stage yeah dating at such a developmental stage it can mess you up from the experiences and it can be so You know, the word that everyone loves to use nowadays. Toxic. Yeah. But today we're going to talk about that. You may have heard me mention before that I had a boyfriend. Pay attention to how I said had, as in past tense. We are no longer together as of sometime in November. I don't really remember. But we dated for five months. Yeah, I've had a lot of, like, mini-relationships, sort of, that we rarely ever put labels on, and they lasted a week or a month at most, you know? It was just, like, someone you had a crush on and you texted for a while, and then it was usually me that dipped. I was always the one that, you know, ended it because I was guilty about hiding stuff from my parents, or I just wasn't feeling it anymore. Yeah. But my mom knew about this relationship, and I'm not allowed to date. I don't know if I've talked about this before. I really don't want to listen back on my other episodes. I really, really don't want to listen to those. We're just going to keep moving forward, like they say in the Robinsons. Uh, Yeah, but my mom knew about this relationship because of some crazy stuff that happened over the summer. And it's a really long story, so I'm not going to get into that unless I've already talked about it. I have no idea. Maybe I will talk about it. I don't think it's that interesting. It was interesting for me in my life because, you know, I never thought it would happen. I never thought my mom would be like, 
well, do you want him to come over to our house so I can meet him? Like, that was an insane moment for me because my whole life it was always like, no boyfriend. You can have crushes, but no boyfriend until third year college. And then it can only be a group date when you're in third year college. You can't have an actual boyfriend yet. So, you know, living under that strict regime was kind of a part of me. Because, like, ever since I was little, that was just one of the rules that I always followed. And, you know, I swore I was going to, like, stick to it, which I obviously didn't. Because, you know, but, like, I was like, I'm never going to have, like, an actual, like, deep relationship. And, you know, it won't be that big a deal that it'll violate that rule. But then there was this one guy. What should we call him? Mm, Let's call him... Tyler. Yeah. So I was with Tyler and my mom found out about it maybe a couple months into the relationship and it was crazy and I was like I just kind of like dropped and like on my butt on the couch I just kind of like <sighs> fell into the couch and I was ready to cry cuz I knew it was going to be over but I didn't want it to be over cuz this was one of the most special relationships romantic relationships I'd ever ever had with a person it was it was definitely one of my firsts as a young person and I was really devastated because I was like well there's the gong it's over now mom found out so that means it has to end and my phone's going to be taken for two months and she's not going to want to talk to me either and I think I said some things but I was mostly just quiet and devastated And then that's when she said, well, do you want me to come over so I can meet him? And that was such a shock. And I'm not going to go into the rest of it. But basically, yeah, she knew about it. But she also said that we couldn't tell my dad. Well, she didn't say that. We both just kind of, like, knew. I was like, well, like, I now you're saying that it's okay. But my dad's dad's definitely not going to be okay with it. And she was like, he can come over when he's at work. Uh, Tyler can come over while your dad's at work and I was like okay this is some crazy ass shit going on right now I was so surprised what was that did I say yo 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 I'm just playing some generic chill music um yeah so we dated for five months and I know it was five months because I broke up with him just a two or three days after our five-month anniversary. Yeah, I'm not sorry about it. <laughs> well, that's some exposition. I guess I'll also dive into how the relationship started just to prove to you guys that he wasn't just any cute little whatever boy. I mean, well, looking back, he's not that cute. I definitely could do better. Let me tell you how we met. It was towards the end of sophomore year. And we were in the same class. I'm not going to say what class just in case someone I know finds this. You know what? I'm just going to blur the details a bit. So we were in the same class. A class. First class in the morning. And we got seated at a table together. So the desks were grouped into fours, and we were in one of those groups. And the people at my table, we all got along really well, became friends, and were laughing a lot. And, you know, one day 
he asked for my snapchat and we started texting and then we realized that you know there was some sort of special connection going on and we became best friends first i didn't think of it romantically at all in the beginning i kind of got a little sense that he kind of liked me but to be honest okay i <laughs> okay i don't say this to people because it sounds really arrogant and conceited but since you can't see me and you don't know who i am i'm just gonna say it because it's just the blunt truth a lot of people have had crushes on me and i kind of expect it at this point i'm not saying that i think i'm god's gift or anything or that i'm the most beautiful girl in the world i do think that i'm beautiful but that's more of a self-love practice thing but <laughs> yeah a lot of people like me because you know i'm not an asshole and i'm pretty yes i just said i'm pretty and i'm not ashamed of it okay i do think i'm pretty and i say that but just not all the time because you know society isn't ready to accept bad bitches who love themselves I mean, they're starting to, which is awesome. I'm excited for that development. What was I talking about? Yeah. So, we would text constantly, like, way into the night. And we had these, like, long, meaningful conversations. And we would talk about so much. We'd talk about our past, and we'd talk about our future. He would ask me, like, what college I wanted to go to, like, my plans. And we'd talk about, like, personal stuff, like, insecurities and family. And, you know, I never really had, like, a friend that I connected so quickly with. And we talked so much and we were also really funny with each other. That was one of the best parts of our relationship. The jokes. Which also ended up ending it. But I'll get into that later. I don't exactly know how I'm going to evaluate these lessons I'm giving you. But I'm hoping that you're going to kind of get them as I'm telling you the story. Like you'll kind of get the message. I mean maybe I'll say like what the overall like theme is. And the lesson that I'm hoping that you're learning but I don't know if I'm going to be able to tell you exactly what I just told you, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, by the way, at the same time, there was another guy who liked me. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> oh my god, that was so, ugh, that sounded so assholey. Wow. Well, yeah, this guy... He saw me on our school's TV broadcast, and he was, like, this football player, and he was, like, popular, and, like, all his friends were, like, really cool people who, like, didn't talk to me. Maybe they knew who I was, but, like, I wasn't friends with any of them. Don't really run with that crowd, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, but he saw me on our school's broadcast show in the morning, and he was like, oh, she's cute, and started asking around if, like, anybody knew me. And he and all his friends, like, teamed up and, like, found my Snapchat and were trying to get my number. But, yeah, one day I got a text and it was like, hey, I think you're cute. And I was like, is this a prank? And he was like, no, just wanted to tell you that. And I was like, okay, I still don't know who you are. But yeah, we kind of like met up and it was so crazy because literally the next day 
or even that day, like later in the day, like people were asking me like, are you in so-and-so dating? And like they had heard about it and so many people kept approaching me about it. And I was like, what kind of school is this? Do we have like a tabloid that I don't know about that talks about the students' interpersonal relationships? Like this is heckin' weird. But yeah, I had a thing going on with that guy and it was fun because he was so popular, I guess. And, you know, he was, like, giving me a sweatshirt, and he was really sweet. And he would, like, ask me stuff about myself. And I was texting him, getting to know him at the same time that my friendship with Tyler, quote-unquote Tyler, and I were becoming besties and texting. So I was texting both of them at the same time. And the difference was just so clear that I was way into this popular... Oh, I'm so sorry. I said that backwards. I was way into Tyler, and I had a really good connection with him, and this so-and-so guy, and I just, honey, (laughs) Tyler and I were like Perrier, and -and so-and-so and I were like Flatwater. It was so boring. Ugh. Literally, if you're not into someone, don't keep talking to them just because you think you'll get the clout for being with them, you know? Or just because you feel lonely. That's never a reason to go out with someone or go out looking for someone. You have to be happy on your own and good things will come to you, okay? And I live by that, sweetie. Because I know it. Because it's happened to me so many times. But yeah. Uh, it was super dramatic. Um, I... Oh! Let me back up a little bit. So, one night, um, I confessed my feelings to Tyler, but I kind of manipulated the conversation so that he would reveal his feelings first. You know, we were both dropping, like, major hints, and I, you know, maneuvered my way around the words and the text so that he would reveal it first, and then I revealed it, and I was literally... I never felt like that before. I was pacing around my room. I felt like I was going to have an asthma attack. My brother came in and was like, are you okay? Jesus Christ. I literally fell down on my bed and I felt like I was falling. It was like I was having a panic attack, but for such a good reason. (laughs) Oh, I haven't thought about this in a while. It is not nearly as good now as it was back then. Relationship wise, I'm very happy. I'm planning for my birthday party, but you know, maybe I'll talk about that in another episode. But it's just weird to be thinking about this because I'm so past it. And I'm really proud of myself for that, to be honest. This section is going on for a really long time. Oh, it's only seven minutes. I'll go until 10. So, yeah, I had a panic attack of love. I'm I'm not going to feel silly about it. I'm not going to be ashamed of how much I loved him or how euphoric I felt when, you know, he said I love you to me for the first time and I said it back or when we would stay up all night on the phone or, you know, just anything at all. I'm not ashamed of it at all because, you know, I really did care for him. Hmm. 
remind me later to get into how weird it is that you can be so close to a person and then you know just a couple months later they're nothing to you So, there's a stuffed animal in my closet that he gave to me on our first date. It's my favorite animal. I'm staring at it right now. I'm gonna, well, I've been planning on putting it in a plastic bag with his sweatshirt that he gave me. And... When school comes back after winter break, I, I'm planning on handing it to him, but not in like a petty way or anything. Just, just a peaceful, civilized. Here you go. But I'm not gonna go looking for him if he's not where he is when I first look for him. I'm not gonna go searching the campus for him. If I can't find him, I'll just give it to one of his friends. Because I don't need it anymore. And I don't want it anymore. <laughs> this is getting emotional way earlier than I thought it would. Okay, okay, okay. I need to clear my mind and get back to um, where I was in the story. Okay, uh, it was a good part. Um, so, we confessed our feelings to each other and it was cute we went to the mall with some friends we went in the photo booth and I tried to kiss him on the cheek but it turned out really awkward and I was like please cut that part of the photo strip off he probably kept it because I was so embarrassed and he wanted to make fun of me or maybe he did throw it away and actually did what he said he did he was always really honest like that you know up until now. Um, but I'll get into that later. Keep saying that. Take a shot every time I say get into that later. Wait, don't you're underage. <laughs> um, so, you know, that meant I had to end things with this popular guy, no matter how, you know, fun it was to have something like that. But I just felt nothing for him, and I had to go with my heart. Like Mulan. <laughs> yeah, and it was crazy. We were at the lunch tables, and he kind of seemed like he knew what was coming. I gave him his sweatshirt back, like the day before. But um, I sat up on the lunch table and had my legs on the seat part. And he was standing in front of me. And we were very close. I liked him a little bit. I mean, he, he, was, he was okay cute. And he was really kind and sweet and sensitive. He had a lot of qualities that Tyler didn't have. They were both very different, which made it a lot harder to quote-unquote choose, even though I kind of already knew who I wanted to go with. I knew that I couldn't go with so, this popular guy just because I wanted to, you know experience dating the high school football player and maybe getting invited to some parties and seeing what it's like to hang out with cool people but then I remembered 
that my whole life I'd tried and kept up being honest to myself, not trying to be someone who I'm not, and not envying people who seem to be getting the better part of the high school experience because really, you know, it's not necessary and you can have just as much fun as long as you find people that are really amazing and who get you and who you get. I feel like I've talked about that before, definitely. But yeah, we were at the lunch tables and we were really close and he knew, he knew. And his eyes watered up, they welled up and he was about to cry and he was really trying not to. So a few days later we would text, we were still texting, oh my God, what was I doing? (laughs) He would text me and tell me that he was trying to hold it in and that after I left he did cry. And he also cried another time when he asked me to tell him everything that I remembered about him from when we were talking. And, yeah, which is kind of weird. I'm not trying to say that it's not okay for boys to cry. It totally is, but I don't know. I just don't know why he told me. Maybe he was trying to make me feel bad or something. Or show me that he really cared about me. Even though we didn't really know that much about each other, we just knew, like basic facts but Tyler oh my god I knew Tyler we were similar and different at the same time and perfect enough so that we could you know get along and have fun together and different enough so that we would compliment each other and we're also both short and he was really skinny And I liked hugging him because he was so small and I feel like I could throw him around. And my friends would joke about how I could, I could definitely throw him across the room. And I liked knowing that I had that power. (laughs) That's kind of funny. I'm not going to lie. So. Um, I ended that. But then, you know, the, the cloudiness was was over for me it was only cloudy for that one part and then the sun came back because then I had this awesome beginning with this awesome person and it was really fun it was really fun I was his first girlfriend he was not my first boyfriend not at all so you know I took a lead on a lot of things but He was the one that (laughs) initiated our first kiss. Um, He was very new to a lot of it. Oh, here's a funny story. (laughs) When we made out for the first time, we were at my friend's um, uh, birthday party, Sweet 16. And we were in one of, like, the rooms. We didn't, like, do anything nasty, but, like... I was going through a really rough time and I was kind of like talking and he was listening to me and listening to all my problems and letting me vent and I didn't cry but I think that he thought I was going to and I don't remember what happened but you know he like comforted me and he was like I'm really sorry that that's happening to you and you know somewhere along the line we started kissing and he'd never made out with anyone before and his tongue was very stiff (laughs) and it kind of uh went up my nostril (laughs) 
my right nostril and I kind of like pulled away and they made this face and I was like mm. and I was like just just relax just relax <laughs> oh that's a funny story yeah and a few days a couple days after that party was when my mom found out and that whole thing happened and you know she was okay with it and she like uh, drove us to the movies after he came over and she talked to him you know asked him about like you know his plans about like the future and like what he does right now what kind of like classes or he was interested in stuff like that yeah so you know we were dating it was pretty solid um yeah summer was amazing that was a really good summer that was both the best and worst summer of my life because know personally at home and like with my family some crazy shit was going on you know I had I started going to therapy for the first time which was good which helped but you know the reasons why we finally decided to get me there weren't so great but you know being with him and having that sweet 16 romance in the summertime it was just so picturesque and it was really good we'd stay up on the phone really late and he even went on a trip to Italy for like a week. It was a school trip. And he said that he was falling asleep in public places because we would stay up on the phone so late. And I remember one night, right before we hung up, he said, I love you to me for the first time. And it felt like glitter. It felt, it felt like like sparkles going through my body like it started at my toes and it just rushed through upwards up to you know like my head and I just felt so lifted and glowy and sparkly and I I was smiling I think that I loved him as much as you can love somebody when you're really young and you have your first real relationship. That was the good part. I guess it's time to get into the yikes part. I guess we'll call it. I'm not gonna lie, this is getting kind of emotional for me. I don't love how I feel like I'm living through it again by talking about it because literally a couple days ago I just got over it and I was smiling so much because I felt like I was finally free and like free of this weight because you know it takes time to heal you know you know grieving isn't just over dead people it's over dead relationships too whether it's like your best friend family or boyfriend, girlfriend, significant other. It's okay. You know, I'm doing this to help other people. And you know what? I might come out of the end of this feeling like it was therapeutic and like I can let go even more. So when did it start going bad? School came back and started texting less because obviously you know school 
I mean, every in the beginning, we would, like, text immediately, like, right after school got off. He would get off at 3, and I'd get off at 2, so I would wait an agonizing hour every day for him to text me. And, you know, we would talk. But over time, you know, it was mostly on his side, you know, texting less and less. The conversation got drier. We didn't have as many deep conversations anymore. Or at least we didn't talk about much anything meaningful. 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 Hmm. Most of the time it was just kind of like jokes, you know, witty comments. And, um, there was this one point when I kind of gave my mom some sass, a lot of sass about something, and then we got in a fight. And I was like crying, and she was like and screaming or whatever. It was pretty bad. It was still around the time when things were not so great, close to summer. And then my mom told me that my dad might have cancer, and that we didn't have the results yet, and they had to run another test, but that he might have cancer. And so. It was really scary. It was really scary. And I didn't know who to talk to about it because I didn't exactly have the closest friends at the time. For a long time, I didn't really have like my own group. There were very few people I felt close to. Probably one or two. And and the the my best friend, who's still my best friend, was homeschooled. So I couldn't really talk to her like in person and I didn't want to text someone about it and I texted Tyler and I told him after like the whole fight with my mom kind of died down and we weren't really talking to each other I texted him and I just asked him to cheer me up he didn't really I told him, like, I just got into a really bad fight with my mom. And then he made a joke about it. And he was, like, class clown or whatever. You know, everyone, like, laughs at everything he does and says. Even when he's not trying to be funny. And he's just kind of, like, the funny guy. That's his thing. But, you know, I was his girlfriend. Like, like if I'm your girlfriend and I'm obviously, like... I straight up told you I just had a really bad fight with my mom and I'm crying I told him I was crying and he just came back with humor and I guess that he thought that was helping me but I was honest with him and I told him that it wasn't that was when I started being mad at him and I wouldn't want to talk to him or I'd be really silent with him at school but he'd never pick up on it such a classic thing. People always say that, like, well, not to, like, stereotype or anything, because obviously this doesn't apply to everyone. Nothing ever applies to everyone except for being human, unless you're, like, a lizard person, like the president or whatever. But, yeah, he just came back with a really insensitive joke. And then the next day, it's, I, I decided, like, not to be so hard on him about it. And the next day, I was so, so sad. 
because it's just the waiting the waiting to like find out if like somebody that you love is okay <laughs> you just don't even know like you just have to you just have to like wake up and like carry on with everything that you do and you have no idea wanted somebody to comfort me but I didn't want to just tell anyone I didn't just want to like tell some random friend who I don't care about that much hey my dad might have cancer can you like hug me like I wasn't about to do that so I told him that I wanted to talk to him so we met up after school and I was about to tell him and I, he could see that, like, I wasn't okay. And then he just, like, made another joke. I guess it's unfair to expect somebody to know what's going on in your head. And then even afterwards, still not tell them. To this day, I haven't told them what happened what was going on I never wanted to I guess I felt like he, like he didn't deserve to know it's weird that's weird um yeah and then I think like the next day uh, in the morning we went to like the usual place where we go in the morning and I told him I was mad at him and he just had like this dumb expression on his face and he just was quiet and he didn't know what to do and I was just sitting there expecting way too much from him expecting him to like say the right thing that I was hoping that he would say so that we could like work it out but he just sat there looking stupid and he just said I'm sorry and I said I don't believe you and he just went well I don't know so I left I just walked away he doesn't seem to ever know what to say in the moment And at the same time, I have to remind myself not to put the blame on myself, but I can't put the blame on him either, so I guess I'm just trying to be, like, blame-free or whatever, because it's kind of a bad thing when you try and put all the weight of a situation on one person and make it all their fault, when that's never true. It's never just one person's fault, except in rare occasions. But he texted me later that day. Took him way too long. What really annoys me is when, I guess, guys, like, wait for you to chill out. You know, like you're some kind of, like, lava monster. And they're like, ooh, better not, you know, touch that right now because, you know, it's going to blow up in your face. You know how women are. Ugh, I fudge. Sorry, I was going to say that for it. I fudging hate, hate that. Like, it's so annoying. It's such, like, a 
typical heteronormative whatever thing. It's really annoying. But he texted me apologizing and like saying all these things even though he had no idea what it was about. And I think I said it was okay, but you know, obviously it wasn't okay. I decided, I don't really remember exactly everything, but I'm pretty sure I just decided to carry on. And that was one of the first places where things were going wrong. And on my part, I think I should have just told him the truth. Because I shouldn't have expected something from him without telling him why I needed it. So that he could come to that conclusion himself. I was expecting him to come to the conclusion just by looking at me. And I was expecting too much from him. And I'm not saying that... I don't... When I say that I was expecting too much from him, I'm not giving him a pass. I'm saying that I was expecting someone who I know wasn't as mature as me to act as I would in that situation. I was expecting someone to do exactly what I know what I would do. I'm smart. I'm empathetic. I, I'm really good at comforting people and reading their emotions. And you know, not everyone is the best with emotional situations. You know? And... Not everyone is like you and not everyone's ever gonna, not everyone's gonna agree with you all the time and people aren't always gonna do what you want them to. That's just how it is. So that was one of the first places, but I think that the way that he was insensitive was a big red flag. Cause even though he didn't know what was going on, there was enough blues clues around for him to know that he should be comforting his girlfriend, his G-F-G-I-R-L-F-R-I-E-N-D. I hope I spelled that right. I mean, I know how to spell, I just went really fast. <laughs> um, this is going to be a long-ass episode. Maybe I should break it into two episodes. I think I will. What's a good stopping point? I guess I'll talk a little bit more about why, well, when things were starting to go downhill. So, at my school, I don't know if it's like this at all high schools, but once you're a junior, you are allowed to go off campus during lunch because you're also likely to have, you know, open periods and stuff like that. So a lot of people will go to like a fast food place or, you know, buy a sandwich or something. And so, you know, we were back at school and we were juniors and we had this opportunity. We would go out sometimes at lunch and, you know, do stuff. But then he started just like going with his friends and not telling me where he was. And, you know, we never established that as a rule, but it was something we had been doing, and we had, you know, spent most lunches every day together unless one of us was busy taking tests or something. You know, I was president of a club. I was part of, like, some, like, organizations that I was an officer of, and I had a lot of responsibilities, and I'm a really busy person, both in and out of school. And, you know, he understood that. And he would just 
start to kind of like disappear and go off with his friends and not tell me and I'd end up just waiting there and I'd be like where are you and he wouldn't answer my texts and you know it was really embarrassing it was embarrassing was what it was stuff like that and like little things started to change it felt like just because he felt like he locked the relationship down that he didn't have to try as hard anymore which is absolutely ridiculous like what do you think I am what do you take me for and he was either becoming or you know what I was starting to see that he was a person that I wasn't proud to be with because in the beginning it was so new and you know I was learning all these great things about him But, you know, the more you get to know a person, the more of their realness you see. And, oh, that was a weird sound. You either decide that, you know, they're worth your time and they're worth your energy. Or that they've just got too many issues and they need to work that shit out on themselves. And it's not your responsibility to take care of them. So I would, like, start venting about all these things. Oh, you know what? Before I get into that, let me think of some of the other things he did. I wrote some of them down. He wasn't—he was starting to seem like someone I wasn't proud to be with, which is never good. Um, I forgot who it was. I think it was, like, Dr. Phil or somebody or Oprah. But they said something about, you know, like... When choosing your partner, always choose somebody that you would, you want to be like, that you'd be proud of. Um, he would start doing all these, oh my god, where am I, you know, okay. So, so many of these little rude things were happening, and they were getting more, they were getting worse and worse and worse. They weren't stopping. They were just happening happening more frequently. So I would be like venting to my friends about it constantly, which is never... If you notice that you're complaining way too much, that's obviously not a good sign. Um, yeah, and one of my good friends was like his best friend. And, you know, we started hanging out more because I was dating, you know, Tyler. You know, you know me. Yeah, yeah. Funny enough, Tyler's best friend used to have a crush on me, uh, like, first semester, sophomore year. (laughs) And, you know, we still talk. We're still good friends. We've been friends since, like, 10th grade, I think. I really don't remember. Actually, no, just... Wait, what am I even... I'm so confused. I'm sorry, this section is really weird. I'm getting so off track. Let me try and get more focus. <sighs> okay. Yeah. So, he was one of the... Tyler's best friend was one of the people I would vent to. And, you know, obviously, like, what the things that he would tell me, because he knows Tyler better than most people, would be helpful. And, you know, maybe he could, like, pass on some messages that I didn't want to talk about. That's another thing that's just, like the first problem that I was talking about you know being honest about the issues because if you don't nip them in the bud right away they're only going to get worse and honesty is the best policy it's cheesy but it's true honey you have to be honest and if they're not willing to like take that criticism if they're not willing to listen to you and understand how to fix your relationship then 
What are you still doing in that relationship if they're not willing to make you happy? Even though relationships are not a solution for happiness, don't search for happiness because you'll never find it. It is an attitude and something that you choose. I'm not saying you can dig yourself out of depression, but I'm just saying that happiness isn't something that you find or stumble upon, really. It has to be natural, but that's a whole other topic. Um, yeah. And his best friend was a similarly incompetent boy when it came to relationships. And he would say to me over and over again, you're his first girlfriend. This is his first time having a girlfriend in a relationship. You need to cut him some slack. Which, okay, one, bullshit. Two, bullshit. I am not your mother, okay? I am not dating you to fix you, which you should never do, by the way. Don't date someone when you think that you can fix them. If somebody has issues, they have issues, let them work it out before they give themselves over to you because they cannot until they are completely solved within themselves, okay? That doesn't mean you're not worthy of love. If you're problematic, it doesn't mean you're not worthy of love. It just means that you have some work to do before you can handle a relationship steadily and well and good enough for that other person that you love. You want to give somebody that you love the best experience that they can have from you, okay? So just think of it that way. But yeah, I'm not your mother. I'm not here to teach you how to be respectful. I'm not here to tell you to do things that you should know just literally from common sense. He clearly had no logical side, no common sense, because so many of these things were just basic human respect. And when you're dating somebody, it's more than just giving them that basic respect. You're supposed to go above and beyond for somebody that you supposedly love, okay? It just meant that he was getting lazy, and I didn't like that. And I wasn't about to take this cut him some slack bullshit, okay? Not my job to clean up your life. I don't have time for a relationship in the first place. I wasn't allowed to date in the first place. I did this because I thought that you were worth it. Because you did so amazing in the beginning. And you seemed like someone who was worth my time and worth the risk. And worthy of me. Okay? And you know what? He was turning out not to be. And that's when I started to think about breaking up with him. Ooh, that was kind of a good part to end a section. Just give me a second to enter the passcode into my phone and stop this part so that... So, one day, I decided to talk to him about these things because I cared enough about him to give some effort into trying to fix things. And I thought, you know, maybe if we had to talk about it and I told him some things that maybe he just wasn't seeing what was happening and he just needed a little push. And you know, that's not that big of a deal. So one day it was lunch and we were walking with his friends to this fast food place or whatever. And I was clearly silent and not very, you know, warm to him. Cause I just didn't want to be. I wasn't doing it on purpose. If you don't want to touch someone, don't, you know, that's up to you. You don't have an obligation to be all over your significant other all the time, you know? So, 
We met up at the gate. I was with a couple of his friends who had sort of become my friends. And we were waiting for him. And he turned out to be waiting by my classroom, waiting for me to come out. And later he would tell me that it was because he was going to say that he was going to go out, eat with his friends, and ask if I wanted to come. Because that was not something he had been doing lately. But anyways, we met up at the gate, and we started walking. And he just straight up started walking with his friends and left me behind. I was just, like, walking behind them by myself the whole time. And he was laughing, joking, jumping around like an 11-year-old boy. He's 16. And he was acting like such a little douche. Oh, my God! Oh, I was so, 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 so pissed off. Imagine that. Imagine how embarrassing that was. We got to the place, and I was obviously silent and stoic, upset. And he asked me if everything was okay. I said no. And then I was like, we need to talk. So he was like, give me one second. And he made me wait. He did some shit, I don't even know. And then we went outside to the back of the place. And, you know, I told him that, you know what, lately, I've been feeling like a second thought to you. You know, you haven't been, you know, basically being a decent boyfriend at all. I feel like I'm being neglected. You know, I don't feel like it. I was being neglected. I was, I felt like I was being treated like just so secondhand like you know what I mean and he didn't really say much he made that stupid face again not knowing what to say and he said I'm sorry that you've been feeling this way and then he gave me a weird awkward side hug and it was really awkward and he just goes like you were never the second thought. And I was like, yeah, okay. And he was like, are we good now? And I lied and said, yeah. We went back inside. And after that, nothing changed. Maybe in his head he made up that he would start being better. But, you know, he really didn't. And... Later, 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 like, I don't even know, like, like, right before I broke up with him, it seemed like he was just about to start putting in effort again, like, he posted a picture of me on his spam or something, and was like, look at my girlfriend, she's so pretty, and he was trying to text me a little bit more, but at that point, you know, it was too late, I was out, I was out of it, I was gone, I just wasn't gonna wait anymore because you know I don't deserve that I deserve somebody who has common sense and knows how to treat somebody in a relationship and I also deserve to you know feel better there was one point when I was really really sad all the time because I knew that it was over for me It just wasn't the same anymore. I was talking to other people. 
and I preferred talking to them much more. And every time Tyler would text me, I would just get so pissed off and not want to answer. I was growing so much resentment towards him. And, you know, the relationship was just clearly, it had clearly gone rotten. And I even remember crying in the shower, just thinking about it, because I knew it was over. And even though it wasn't good anymore, obviously I was still going to miss him. And I would keep on missing him well after we broke up. And that's okay because, you know, it's a process. Everything takes time. Don't ever put yourself down for feelings, things you feel like you shouldn't be feeling because your feelings are valid, okay? Don't let anyone ever tell you that you have to toughen up right away or that you have to feel a certain way, like, right when something happens. You know, you have to let yourself get through it because if you push it away... It's never going to go away. And it's only going to get worse. So just make sure you never hold back what's natural. Don't. I'm just going to add a couple more sections. And then I'm going to wrap up this story in the next episode. Um, One of my guy best friends. We're not really best friends anymore, sadly. Because he got a girlfriend. And I was suddenly paid much less attention to but it was not completely because of that it was also because I had been dating Tyler and I stopped hanging out with most other people which isn't good don't isolate your friends just because you got into a relationship that's such an asshole move I wasn't doing it on purpose and he this guy best friend and I didn't really hang out a lot in the first place but we just mutually knew that like if we needed each other we would be there but when he got a girlfriend it was like You know, the blinds went up around the sides of his eyes. The peripheral was blocked and it's been all her. I'm not sure if they're still together. Uh, But, you know, last I saw them, they were very close. And he's very happy and I'm very happy for him. But his relationship started when I felt mine fading. And seeing that and comparing it to what I had, I realized that all the reasons that I was with him were going away. So what was the point anymore? And I have this other guy best friend who I'm much closer to now. And we got really close lately. Even while I was like dating Tyler and stuff. Um, So this guy best friend and I, uh, let's call him Jack. Jack felt more like my boyfriend than my actual boyfriend. Jack was so kind. He would always carry my things. He would talk to me when I needed it and tell me comforting things. And he always said, you know, what I needed to hear. And maybe what I didn't want to hear at times. But he knew that it was what I needed to hear. Uh, Yeah, and, you know, we spent way more time together. And, you know, I didn't, I still don't have feelings for him at all. I never really did. And he doesn't either. But, you know, he's like my strongest platonic guy friendship. And I love him so much. But, you know, the point of this is that he felt more like my boyfriend than my actual boyfriend. And that was very telling of the situation. Yeah. 
So this episode, I'm pretty sure, is an hour or has surpassed the hour. And my longest episode was like 30 to 40 minutes. So I am going to finish this story in this lesson in the next episode, which I am going to record right now because I know that if I don't, I'm going to forget and procrastinate and forget again. So just for you guys, I'm going to record the next episode right now. But I hope that what I've told you so far has already taught you some things and helped you. And maybe you can even help your friends with some of the things that I've learned. Yeah. Please, you know, leave me some reviews on what's the Apple podcast thing called? I don't know. But I just love reading the reviews. Just got one yesterday. Um, I think her name is Allison, but she said to give a shout out to her best friend, Kaylin, who helped her through hard times. Kaylin, you are an angel. Keep doing what you do. Allison, also be an angel. Just the same for Kaylin. I'm sure you are. You know, girls, women got to support other women. Boys got to support other boys. Humans got to support other humans. You know, peace and love, hoes. Peace and love. Spread it like peanut butter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, I guess favorite the podcast, if that's a thing. If you're on the, um, what app is this? Anchor. Uh, leave a review because I love to read them and I don't get that much. So I'll definitely be able to shout you out. Allison, I hope you're listening to this. Isn't it so amazing that an episode came out the day after you discovered it? Ah, love you. <laughs> uh, I mean... If you don't have the Anchor app, you know, get it, leave me a message, we can chat. Like, it's not like I have, like, billions of listeners. Like, I got time for you. I got time for you, boo-boo. You need some advice, you want me to tell a story, like, I got you, I got all of you. All of you feel free to... Why did I get hyper all of a sudden? I mean, it is my brother's birthday and I had two slices of cake, but I literally consumed, like, a whole, like, bar of tiramisu from Costco within, like, two days. So, yeah. See you in the next episode. Mwah. Also, I just got TikTok. Like, I gave in. I promised myself I wouldn't get it, but then I did. And I'm having so much fun. Okay, bye.